Today's kernel is going out to Jeff who wrote in and said, I just saw your video on why you should be a boring investor and it echoed so much of what I preach. It was so nice to hear someone else say it. Thank you, Jeff, for taking in the time to send that message. And it is really nice to hear that these episodes have been resonating with all of you. So thanks again, Jeff. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I don't know if you remember, but back in episode 235, I was joined by Lisa Rowan. She is a personal finance writer and author of the book Money Hacks, which contains over 275 different tips and tricks to help you decrease your spending and increase your savings. It was a really cool compilation of all these different pieces of advice. We talked about a couple of them on the show, but I mean, there's there's so many of them. We really can only touch on so many in one episode. So I asked Lisa to come back. And today we're going to talk about another one of my favorite hacks that I found going through her book. And so we're going to run through another money hack here. This was another one of my favorites that I was like, all right, we have to talk about this. This is hack number 44. Pay yourself to splurge. I love this concept. Because not only is it a kind of way of saving creatively, Mm -hmm. but also maybe a way of deterring yourself from spending too much money. So could you break this down for us? What what does this mean? Pay yourself to splurge. Pay yourself to splurge isn't like a double splurge unless you're thinking about the long term. You know, we've all had those moments where we see a price tag on something and we're like, "Mm, maybe I should just treat myself. (laughs) Like me during all the months of quarantine, I've been like, maybe I should just treat myself. I've been home all this time. But There's a test to see if you can afford it. You look at the price tag on the thing you're thinking of buying and you say to yourself, could I put the same exact amount of money in savings right now? Mm. If you can, one, you should do it. You can afford the splurge and you can afford to save. Go for it. But if you can't, if that would strain your finances to basically pay double for buying the thing and then putting money in savings... Maybe it's not a good fit for you right now. Maybe it's going to put you in a precarious financial situation. And that sends a little trigger to your brain to say, well, if I can't save at the same time, maybe I shouldn't splurge at all. So how do you make the decision then? Because I can see this happening with something that's maybe smaller. I think in your book, you give an example of something that's like around $10. But say it's something that's $100 or more. How do you implement this rule still? Do you still hold yourself to the kind of like double, (laughs) like the double uh, charge by saving and also spending? Right. Like if you are going to buy a car in cash, I don't expect (laughs) you to be able to put the same amount in your savings. But it really depends on, you know, you, you should know your budget first and you should know, you know, what your expenses are looking like for the month. But if you're not in the habit of saving, this can be a trigger for you to save. And so maybe... It just makes you think of like, okay, maybe I could buy the thing. Could I put half in savings? Mm. Or do I really need that thing at all? Or should I just try to put more money in savings? So, you know, with a lot of the bigger things, you start to mash up money tips in your head, right? So you Mm. think about, could I put the same amount in savings? You start to think about how many hours of work would this be? And like suddenly you're standing in a store, people are trying to get around you and you're just thinking through all the math in your head of like, should I really be (laughs) buying this right now? So it's really on a case-to-case basis. But if you're making a much bigger splurge and you're 
you know, say you're trying to get the Louboutins, right? And they're $500. You should have already saved. All right. So that's just a reminder to yourself. If I don't already have that money saved, I should not get these shoes. You're listening to this podcast because you want to make better decisions about your money. But one area of our finances that most of us neglect is what happens after we die. If you have children or pets, own property, or want to decide how you're cared for in a medical emergency, you need a will or a trust no matter how old you are. I'm always looking for solutions to help make tackling these financial tasks easier. And that is why I decided to partner with Trust and Will. At trustandwill.com, for as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care in as little as 15 minutes. And you get 10% off plus free shipping by visiting trustandwill.com slash popcorn, or just go and click the link in the show notes. And as always, I like to use anything before I recommend it here on the podcast. It's, that's always very important to me. And I was able to take a super short quiz on trustandwill.com to determine what type of document I would need. And they walk me through the entire process step by step. Did you know that if you die without a will or trust, each state has its own set of rules for how your assets are handled? They'll actually go in and freeze all of your assets until every detail is sorted out. And then the courts get to decide who gets your money and you have no say at that point. And so that's why it is so important to create a plan on your own terms. Trust and will documents are designed by estate planning experts and customized for the state you live in. And with live customer support seven days a week, trustandwill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. So to gain peace of mind and finally set up that will or trust you've been thinking about, Head to trustandwill.com slash popcorn and get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Again, that's trustandwill.com slash popcorn. I really like this advice because you're kind of just making yourself think about saving all the time. Like maybe you're not necessarily constantly putting money in your savings account because you're like, okay, I'm not going to buy this, but you're tying spending money to saving money. And you need whatever reminder you you can get to to actually force yourself to put more money in savings because it's not always fun. Right. It's not always fun. So, you know, use the tools that are available to you. If you have a bank account that lets you round up and put the change into savings or if you can put, you know, like micro amounts of savings in every day to a savings account, like that can help you get on that road. But if you don't have access to, you know, one of those apps or haven't used one before, start to think about it in your head. Like, okay, you know, we always talk about coffee because it's the easy thing, but the $3 cup of coffee. Okay, I didn't plan for that. Could I also put $3 in savings? If yes, and I'm comfortable with that, then maybe I can get the cup of coffee. Just don't forget to actually put the money in your savings. Don't get the cup of coffee and forget because now you're all wired and running around. Do both parts. Yeah, don't just do it in your head. That is the key. That is the key to make this work. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing some more of your tips. If you want to learn even more money hacks, even more great ways that you can save more money, earn more money, check out Money Hacks, 275 plus ways to decrease spending, increase savings, and make your money work for you. Lisa, thanks again for uh, joining me on the show. Thanks so much for having me. And thanks to all of you for listening to another episode. As always, if you have a question or a topic that you would like me to discuss here on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me via email. You can message me at questions at popcornfinance.com or you can just come over to Instagram and send me a message over there. You can find me at popcornfinancepodcast. 
as always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.